Yo, it's the circuit. We're doing 2006 rap rankings today. I'm joined by Lillian. First question, give me like your top three songs from your iPod shuffle in 2006. Oh God. Um, oh my, there's so many, I can't think of three. Um, you might've had T.I. Of course. You maybe even had some early Soldier Boy or something like that. Uh, nah, maybe actually. You listen to Akon. You were in that pocket. Yeah, for sure. Smack that. <laughs> I think Smack That was everybody's first ringtone. This is also classic ringtone era. I want to admit my first ringtone wasn't Smack That. It was I Want to Fuck You <laughs> by Akon and, and Snoop Dogg. So um, this I is totally that. the iPod era, ringtone era, 2006 rap rankings. Joined by Lily. Let's just get right into it. Uh, number one seed, T.I., <laughs> Number two seed, Lil Wayne. Number mm. three seed, The Game. Mm -hmm. Four seed, Rick Ross. Five seed, Jay-Z. Six seed, Young Jeezy. Seven seed, Nas. And then the eight seed, Play in Bracket. This is my personal favorite matchup, maybe of all time. Young Jock versus Dem Franchise Boys. Okay. Because this is totally like ringtone era rap you know it's going down versus lean with it rock with it mm -hmm. way too many of these type of songs played in like a classroom mm -hmm. when a cell phone wasn't supposed to go off <laughs> yes you know these days you just get the normal like boring ass like iphone ringtone but this is you really had character you really learned a lot about people yeah it's actually funny you say that because it's really not common for people to have like music as a ringtone even though you can, you could purchase it and you could get a ringtone, but... Why don't we fucking do that anymore? Why don't we get ringtones going, you know? I don't know. I feel like because maybe like songs these days, like they're not as like, I don't know, monumental as back then. Yeah, I think everyone's just going to like TikTok and doing like short clips of that instead of the short clips of... Yeah, like can you imagine every time my phone rang, I just listened to like Don Tolliver, Cardigan, like... Or it's like Corvette, Corvette. Oh, stop. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like, I feel uh, like that's annoying. I'd prefer my little, like, basic iPhone ringtone. Yeah, at that point. Um, but at this point, you totally had your, you know, uh, oh, I think they like me, Dem Franchise Boys ringtone. Uh, I'm going to go with Young Jock, probably, of the two. Me too. Because um, I think it was either this year, the year before, or the year after. He also had a, a guest feature on T-Pain's Buy You a Drink. Mm, that's a classic. It's a classic. I think um, I had that as a ringtone at one point. Buy You a Drink. Wow. Buy You a Drink was actually pretty, like, epic. T-Pain did serious ringtone numbers. Yeah. I think he was probably the most. Him or Akon? Probably. Damn. You know? Um, okay, so now we're going to go one, one seed uh, T.I. versus eight seed Young Jock. The last thing I'll say about Young Jock, huge resurgence uh, in 2020 with um, 42 Doug saying, uh, before I go broke like Jock. <laughs> um... That's kind a stab. Of, yeah, kind of a low blow. For sure. But uh, what do they say? Any publicity is good publicity? Of course. Going up against 1C TI. I don't know. I think TI is going to win. It's a big year for TI. You can't fuck with whatever you like. Well, this is like what you know era. Yeah. Um, well, let me just ask you this. What would you rather watch? Would you rather watch ATL, mm -hmm. which came out in 2006 starring TI? Or would you rather watch the movie Cars? Which also came out in 2006. I'd watch, I'll watch um, ATL. 
ATL came out 2006 along with his album King, debuted at number one, uh, 522,000 copies first week. So this is peak multimedia TI. He's in a movie. He's got a big album. He's got a huge hit and what you know. Let's just let's just move on, right? T.I. is going to beat Young Jock. In my opinion, I, I'll choose T.I. Yeah, before I go broke like Jock. Um, mm, let's not go broke. <laughs> no. Speaking of going broke, two seed Lil Wayne versus <laughs> seven seed Nas. Lil Wayne. <laughs> I think you're right. I mean, I'm just throwing Nas in here because this is the year that he came out with the album that was called Hip Hop is Dead. Mm-hmm. I remember that. That was kind of like a clout chasing move. That was kind of like, okay, you know, you're really trying to sell a bunch of albums with this. Yeah, it's only dead because, I don't know, you're irrelevant. Oof. God, I'm a huge Nas fan too, oh. and I, I felt that in my bones. Okay, we're going to go ahead with. It's kind of like when people stab at me for, like when you stab at me for Star Wars and liking Star Wars. Like I just stabbed you in the gut now. Um, that Nas comment. Yeah, I mean. Nas hasn't came out with like multiple trilogies and sequels and he doesn't come out with like a, a, an album every Christmas and I feel like he had his time like way back then like Star Wars is way more annoying than Nas okay two <laughs> two two seed no. Lil Wayne moving ahead now we're gonna do three seed the game versus who do I got at the six seed I got Young Jeezy now did you watch the verses that happened uh, in late 2020 with Jeezy and Gucci? No. Now, this was crazy to me because Jeezy stood on the same stage as the guy who killed his best friend. Mm. Do you know this story? No. Jeezy and Gucci were beefing, and Jeezy supposedly had sent somebody to go take Gucci's chain inside of Gucci's house in Atlanta. When the person came into his house, Gucci Mane murdered him. And got away with it. He, he buried the body in like a forest, like miles away. But when they found it, he was able to, to get away with it with self-defense. And yeah, so they did a versus together this, this past year. I mean, year. I agree. That's self-defense. If someone's coming into my house trying to steal something, I mean, wouldn't you do the same? Yeah. I get it from Gucci's point of view. Like, he was basically showing that Jeezy was a bitch. Like, yeah. by... Sending somebody to try to kill him and then also fast forward to 2020, you know, standing on the same stage as him and kind of just laughing off his repeated, you Are know, they buddies? I, they did a money-making move together by doing the verses, so yeah. I don't know. Interesting. Yep. Interesting. Young Jeezy came out with his second album this year. It had like, I love it, go get a, mm -hmm. uh, my president is, no, not my president is black. That wasn't this album. Um, so kind of an underwhelming Young Jeezy year against The Game who dropped Doctor's Advocate in November 2006. This is right after he got into a huge altercation with G-Unit. Um, and so this is his first, like, by himself album. Um, <laughs> I'm just laughing because it says, it said he fucked three Kardashians. Impressive or not? <laughs> <laughs> the game in a, in a song one time said, I fucked three Kardashians. Is that impressive or not, Lillian? That was my question. I wrote that down as a question to you. <laughs> um, what's there to be impressed about? Ooh, good point. I think, 
I think he like fucked Kim. I think he fucked Chloe, and then I, I don't know about the third. Like I don't know who Courtney. If he got the trifecta, that's. I mean, that's the those were the only. That's ones the back holy then trinity. That that's the father of the gun. Kendall, you know, Kendall and Kylie were were underage. Yeah, what if he just revealed himself to be a pedophile with that line he was trying to oh, like boast? Oh shit! Yeah. Um, what do you th- I, like? This is two kind of like sophomore efforts from the game, um, and Jeezy who had Thug Motivation One Hundred Two. Do you have any preference between the two? No, not really. Do you? I think I like the Games album better a little bit more. It had One Blood, had Let's Ride, had Wouldn't Get Far, which has a crazy Kanye West beat. So I'm going to go with 3C, the game. Go for it. 4C, Rick Ross versus 5C, Jay-Z. I, uh, I would say Rick Ross, but I'm biased because I've never been a huge fan of Jay-Z. Jay-Z had just came out of retirement in 2006, and it felt like Michael Jordan on The Wizards. It just felt like something was off. He had Show Me What You Got, which was his comeback single. I remember it had like Dale Earnhardt in the video and shit. Like it was just big and flashy and it was rap at its most indulgent and its least effective, in my opinion. Like when he came out with American Gangster a year or two later, I think he got back to his roots and that was better. Let's just go Rick Ross because he came out strong this year. Every day I'm hustling, push it. Chevy riding high. Yeah, he kills it. Yeah, he killed it that year. That year. So, uh, four seed Rick Ross moves on. Now he's got to face one CTI. Fuck. Hmm. Holy fuck. <laughs> um, Rick Ross versus TI. 2006 versions. Um, my question for you was like, do people in, you're from Miami, do people in Miami really even rep Rick Ross like that? Is he really even a big deal in Miami? Um, I mean, when I think of Rick Ross, I think of Miami because he does rep it, but it's not like I, you know, drive through Miami and I hear people blasting Rick Ross all the time. If anything, nowadays it's all Bad Bunny (laughs) being played, but like, no, I mean, not really, but I, I feel like he does rep 305 though. Yeah, certainly. His first album was called Port of Miami, which came out in 06. Um, Sometimes I listen to him and I would like be speeding like through the highway and I'm like, damn, I feel so Miami. Like I can't get more Miami than listening to Rick Ross speeding. And he was one of the first Miami guys. You had Trick Daddy. He was a bit more Broward. He repped Date a little bit. But like Rick Ross was a big commercial artist that came out and repped Miami. Trick Daddy was fire though. Trick Daddy came a little bit before. Yeah. Um, My only thing with Rick Ross is I feel like he never really put on any other Miami artists like... You're right. You know, fast forward years later, like Kodak out of Broward, like put Jack Boy on or like XXX kind of put on Ski Mask out of Broward, like little pump smoke. Like, I feel like there's always like a crew and Rick Ross was just like, he was almost like the Nicki Minaj. <laughs> like, whereas like Nicki Minaj wouldn't put on any other female rappers. And I feel like Rick Ross wasn't really putting on for Miami like that. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. Going up against one CTI. I just... Rick Ross's voice in 2006, like it was more mysterious because you didn't know about the parole officer shit. You didn't, <laughs> you didn't know about all the. He wasn't like a co-owner of fucking uh, Wingstop and shit. Like he wasn't like this dorky kind of guy. Um, What's wrong with Wingstop though? I kind of want Wingstop. <laughs> I can go for some. That's fire. Um, 
The thing is, T.I. this year's also got hits. Shoulder Lean. Mm. He dropped that as well. Why You Wanna. Mm-hmm. Classic it's a cool, beat. like tropical style song. Love it. Uh, and then he also featured on My Love with Jay Timbo. Mm, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. Who do you want to go with? I don't um, know. Um, I mean, they're both great, but I don't know. I feel like maybe I'll go for T.I. Let's go with T.I. I just think... He really killed it that year. Yeah, you throw in the album as, uh, album and the movie as well. He was working hard. Rick Ross didn't make a movie. He ripped the chain off Lauren London. <laughs> The disrespect. <laughs> now we have Tusi Little Wayne mm. versus who do we have? Hmm. Uh, versus three C the game. <sighs> Little Wayne. Little Wayne. We barely have talked about 06 Little Wayne. Let's just have a move on and let's just get to the fucking final round. This is Little Wayne one, <laughs> I think. Two seed Little Wayne versus one seed Ti. Not Damn. many surprises here so far. Okay. So, <sighs> this is what we got for Little Wayne, guys. 2006. He drops Dedication 2. It's got, like, Getting Some Head. It's got Sports Center, Georgia Bush. This is really one of the first guys, you know, also Gucci Man at the time, who's really flooding the streets with mixtapes. Right to Dap Piff, going straight to, you know... <laughs> going straight, <laughs> going straight to the consumer, and the thing that Lillian's laughing about, like I, I wrote down, like you remember that song, you. It's a classic. Oh my Lloyd god. Lloyd featuring Lil Wayne. Love that. Did he say five two or did he say fine two? It's so funny because I feel like this is like this has always been so controversial. I feel like this is like the most common question. But what's funny is ever since I was told this, every time I hear the song, I hear him saying, she's five too, but I want you. Who, like, is he talking to a girl who's like five nine or something? And he's like, she's relatively small. Or like... <laughs> she, I mean, he's obviously saying she's fine too, but it sounds like he's saying five two as well. Yeah, you know, I think he has came out and said it's fine too. But 5-2 is just funnier to me. Like, I hear it every time I hear the song. It's hilarious. And there's definitely like people who've been in the club, especially in 2006, who were like screaming at the top of their lungs this lyric, and they're like, she's 5-2. <laughs> I love it. It's an embarrassing moment for Yeah, people. but that song is still classic. I think with that song alone, Lil Wayne should win. You have great feature verses. You know, he also jumped on Gimme That with Chris Brown. He jumped on Make It Rain with Fat Joe. Ooh. And like I said, this mixtape, you know, era with Lil Wayne was um, him undercutting the labels, going direct to consumer. It predates SoundCloud. It predates people directly uploading music to YouTube. Um, and Lil Wayne was at the forefront. And this is him beginning to start to really flood um, the whole market with music because people forget Lil Wayne, you know, Carter 1, Carter 2 had hits. He had Go mm -hmm. DJ. He had Fireman. Yep. But really, it was these mixtapes where he started to get a cult-like fan base. He started to think about people like Lil Uzi and Playboy Cardi now who, like, tease music or there's unreleased music and people are always searching for... Like, there was so much Lil Wayne content floating around. It developed, like, this cult-like fan base who was trying to chase down new content from him. Yeah. Um, he also dropped, like, Father Like Son with Birdman. 
in 2006, which it had the song Stunt Like My Daddy on it. And if you listen to that song now, it sounds so contemporary. <laughs> like, I think if you had like Lil Wayne and Lil Baby do like an updated version of that, that song would go number one. It's a great song. It just has that great Southern twang to it. Like it's got a melodic type of trap rap to it. Um, so you don't even think this is much of a competition. You're going 06 Wayne yeah. over 06 T.I. Love T.I., but... Are, but are you okay with a grown man calling another man who's not his biological father his daddy? <laughs> I think it's controversial and he... He was calling Birdman his daddy. It's okay? We'll let that I fly. mean, Birdman kind of did create like some, you know, careers, but... I don't yeah. know. That's all he really did. And just like... Pretend to wash his hands. Yeah, that's for... <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Wayne did kill it. Like, are you kidding me? Like, you, that song was, like, such a classic. Yeah, I think he began to really reach his audience Audience with the plethora of mixtapes he was dropping. Collab mixtape uh, with Birdman. A bunch of features. Um, and, yeah, 06 Wayne. Wait, you agree? I agree. Oh, Okay. I think that's it. I thought you were uh, going to be a little controversial with me and argue, argue it out. It's like, but T.I. released a movie. If we were arguing strictly commercial success, this is one of the best commercial years ever for a rapper, besides like when Eminem did the whole eight mile thing yeah. um, and dropped Lose Yourself and everything. But I think Lil Wayne, as far as being at the precipice of something, which is direct to consumer, Dat Piff mixtape releases... Um, f- just flooding the streets. I think he's so influential. His punchlines, everybody couldn't keep up with some of his punchlines. He was starting to go in over other people's beats. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going 06, Wayne. I'm with you. All right, guys, make sure to subscribe to the podcast as well. That's hot. What are other instructions? There's always like instructions at the end of a podcast. Um. I think the most important thing is the subscri- the subscription. If Lillian said it, do it. All right, thanks guys. <laughs> Bye.